0: You are listening to the Cleveland Guardians FanCast, a podcast for fans of the Cleveland baseball team, hosted by Quincy Wheeler. to the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. I'm your host, Quincy Wheeler. You can find us on Twitter at Guardian FanCast. You can email me at Quincy at GuardiansFanCast.com. It is the morning of Tuesday, March 1st, and it was an exciting night with Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association last night as they seem like they are inching closer to an agreement. They've extended the deadline till 5 p.m. today, so let's have some cautious optimism that a deal can get done. There's been a lot of talking back and forth going on on Twitter, and you know, I am kind of annoyed similarly with people who are both sidesers and people who just seem like they aren't going to be happy no matter what deal the players take. It's pretty obvious that the players have really taken some hits over the past couple CBA negotiations. So this CBA negotiation is really about kind of changing the momentum, getting things going back in the right direction. They're not going to win huge in the CBA negotiation unless they're going to sit out an entire season, maybe even longer. And I just don't think that makes sense for baseball. doesn't make sense for the players The owners should give the players what they want. The, The players are asking for reasonable things. I'm not saying that's on the players, but I do think that the deal that sounds like they're nearing right now will be some small wins for the players and enough to get something done. At least that's what I'm hoping. One of the big things we heard about last night a lot was the 12 or 14 team playoff. And I think I'm a little bit out on a limb by myself in saying that I don't get particularly worked up about how many teams are in Major League Baseball playoffs, because for me, the regular season and playoffs are just such different animals. You know, it's, it, you win Your division over 162 games, it should be seen as a huge accomplishment. Being the best team in baseball over 162 games should be seen as a great accomplishment. But the playoffs are so often such a luck-based thing and so hard to predict that, to me, adding a little bit more of an element to that in a strange way maybe kind of emphasizes the importance of the regular season, and at least that's what should happen. I think there are also ways to help a 12- or 14-team playoff not be such a huge advantage uh, towards the teams that aren't quite as good, You know, kind of making them on an even playing field. And so hopefully they'll do that. I don't get really worked up on that. The big thing about the 14-team playoff is that is a huge chip that the players should only cash in if they're getting a lot of what they want. And it sounds like, from everything I've read, that they've agreed to a 12-team playoff. So that 14-team playoff, you know, if Major League Baseball expands someday, maybe even a 16-team playoff. I mean, not saying I want that. I don't want that. I'd rather there be eight teams in the playoff. 10 seems like a lot to me. 12 is a lot. But I'm just saying that if baseball players should hold that chip in their back pocket to make sure that they continue to gain some ground in CBA negotiations. Well, so the biggest fear that I had going into this offseason is that we wouldn't have a season or that we'd have a, a severely shortened season. And I'm really hoping that today that fear gets taken away and that a deal can be reached and baseball can start to be played. We can start to think about moves that the Guardians are making and talk about those But for now, I'm going to turn my attention to tell you about my biggest worries for the Guardians 2022 season and my biggest hopes for the Guardians 2022 season. So let's start off with the negative and then we'll go positive. Honorable mention on my list, I'm going to give you five worries. Honorable mention would be that Tyler Freeman and Stephen Kwan don't really hit in the majors. Both of them have such great bat-to-ball skills, but might not necessarily have a bunch of power. Quan showed a lot of power last year, which is great, but hard to know how sustainable that is. Possible that both of them maybe are hurt by shifts, they're hurt by major league pitching, and they don't really hit. The reason I have this as an honorable mention is because I think that both will hit. It's just the Owen Miller experiment of last year where he hit the cover off the ball in the minors but then couldn't hit the ball in the majors, makes me a little cautious about that. So just honorable mention, I'm confident in both of them, but just want to see how that pans out. Number five, biggest worry, Karin Cech doesn't figure it out. Need Karin Cech in the back of that bullpen. It's not the biggest deal, but I really hope that he can kind of figure out how to become a valuable pitcher again, and that's all I'll say about that. Unless they trade him, then he can figure out for somebody else, and we can work with what we get back. Number four, the team won't be able to complete a needed trade for a big bat prior to the season starting. There's so many players on the roster who haven't even seen any major league time that Guardians need to pull off a trade to shore up the lineup before the season starts. So I'm just afraid that maybe it won't come into place. I feel like it will, but they really need to do that. Number three, with the lockout and the unpopularity of the name change, ticket sales will plummet, especially if the team gets off to a bad start. I think this is a legitimate worry. If the team wins, then I think it all evens out and it'll be okay, especially towards the middle of the summer. But I think that ticket sales aren't going to be especially great from the start. And if they get off to a really kind of rough beginning of the year on the field, uh, that could really snowball, so I hope that doesn't happen. Number two, regression from Quantrill, Savale, McKenzie, and a continued slide from Plesak indicate that the team's missing Ruben Niebla. Some of the new pitchers don't quite figure it out. There's just a lot of uncertainty with a young rotation like we have, and I just am a little concerned about that number one kind of goes along with that. The biggest worry I have going into the Guardians 2022 season is Shane Bieber's shoulder health. We really need Bieber to be healthy. We really need him to be the player he was. We really need to make sure that he isn't overworked at the beginning of the year like he was last year. I still don't forgive Tito for that. And just want to make sure that he has a good season this year, so if he can be healthy, if he can be the player that he was, the pitcher that he was, then I'm going to feel really good about the 2022 season, but that's my biggest worry going into the season. All right, my biggest hopes for the 2022 Guardians season. Honorable mention, Miles Straw is the player he showed himself to be in 2021. I'm excited about Miles Straw, and there's just a lot of uncertainty there because he really had kind of a, a breakout a year last year. If he can continue that, let alone if he could improve on it, maybe add a little power, uh, that would be really exciting. Number five, Fran Reyes puts it all together for a whole season. Looking at the beginning, beginning of Fran Reyes' year last year, it really seemed like he had put it together where he wasn't striking out as much. He was taking walks and he was hitting those homers that he is able to hit as well as doubles. If he could just put that all together, if he can avoid those stretches where he just seems so absolutely lost at the plate and just make those shorter if they happen, man, he is going to be an amazing middle of the order hitter. Number four, Jose Ramirez wins an MVP and signs an extension. I put them both together. They could be separate, but I just want to see Jose Ramirez play baseball, and I'd like to see him play here for the rest of his career. That would be the great hope, and he just needs to finally win an MVP. Number three, Tito is healthy and shows growth in analytical decision-making. I really hope most of all that Tito's healthy. He's a huge part of this team. He's a great manager. I also secondarily hope that he maybe Takes some step forward on making some decisions that analytics would help him to make. Lags behind there a little bit in some areas. Just would like to see him make some small improvements. Maybe he's had some time over these off seasons to kind of work on that. Study the game a little bit. See where the good teams are kind of advancing that he could catch up with them. Number two, Shane Bieber is fully healthy and pitches a whole season as an ace. It's my number one worry, so it's my number one hope that he'll be back to full health. Number one, one or more of our top prospects makes the major and br- majors and breaks out in a big way. I believe that for the Guardians to get where they want to go this season, it really is going to take them having at least one big breakout from one of their players. And I can't tell you for sure who that'll be. You know Whether it's going to be Stephen Kwan, which I think would be the obvious choice, or whether it's going to be one of these pitchers that's on the verge of the majors, Cody Morris, Peyton Battenfield, Connor Pilkington, Tobias Myers, Tobias Myers. One of those guys really needs to pan out and make things happen for this team. Even as the team shores up some of the areas of concern that we've talked about, from catcher to first base to the corner outfield positions, even if it shores up those places, it's still going to need these prospects who are on the verge of the majors, who are showing up on as top prospects on all these lists that we talked about in our last episode. They're going to need some of these guys to start breaking out in this year, especially on the pitching side of things. Uh, that's my belief. So that's kind of where I see heading into this year. I'm just really hopeful that we can start thinking and dreaming about all these things in the coming day, hoping for good talks between the Major League Baseball Players Association and owners today to continue good momentum from from last night, get something done early, get this show on the road. That would be great. Of course, the most important thing going on in our world right now is that we would find peace in Ukraine. And it kind of brings uh, perspective to baseball. It's just a distraction. It's just something fun that we like to think about. It's something fun that brings us together. But man when you have an evil person like vladimir putin and the leadership uh, that surrounds him that allows him and supports him to commit war crimes and to kill innocent people in ukraine uh, it really brings perspective on the frivolous things that we all care about that's what's most important you know if if baseball and player association don't want to figure this out <laughs> i mean it it is what it is so i definitely pray and want to do everything i can to help support those innocent people who are affected by what's going on in Russia and the Ukraine and pray that there's peace and that somebody puts a stop to what Putin is doing. So I just wanted to mention that. I know it's not a a Ukraine podcast or a world politics podcast, but I feel uh, like I'd be neglecting something if I didn't mention that. So for those of us who aren't in a position where we have our lives on the line, one of the things that will be Kind of paying attention to today and following along and seeing if they can finally get that collective bargaining agreement done, all the T's crossed and I's dotted, and see what the results of of that are, and then see how teams approach the short off-season into spring training. Uh, Hopefully, next time I talk to you, we'll have some actual baseball things to talk about. But if not, we'll persevere. This has been the Cleveland Guardians Fancast. Music is provided by purpleplanet.com. That is purple-planet.com. Our intro song is purchased license from pond5.com.